I have had many of you guys reach out to me over the last couple of weeks wanting my opinion on the Dana White situation. Now, for those of you that don't know, Dana White, UFC president, he was caught on camera in a physical altercation with his wife while spending New Year's Eve down in Mexico. Normally, when I receive an influx of emails like this on a story, I'll make a video about it whether I really want to or not. If enough of you guys are interested in something, the least I can do is cover it. But I stayed away from this Dana White story for a reason. I don't like discussing people's personal relationships, especially when it comes to something like a marriage. What happens between Dana White and his wife is between Dana White and his wife. It's none of our business. I had this same stance when it was first reported that Tom Brady was getting divorced. The only time we discussed that here on the channel was when numerous so-called experts at ESPN claimed the divorce of Tom Brady would have no impact on him this season. I thought that was absolutely preposterous. Your home life bleeds over into every other aspect of your life. If you want proof, just look at Tom Brady this season. Over the last week or so, I have been watching media coverage of Dana White. The fake outrage, the hypocrisy, the holier-than-thou attitudes, members of the media passing judgment on a situation they know absolutely nothing about. This afternoon, I finally reached my breaking point, so we're going to dive straight into this. Now, we're not going to get into the personal aspect of this. I am simply showing you guys the hypocrisy in the mainstream media. The only thing I'm going to say about Dana White is this. Under no circumstances is it ever okay for a dude to hit a woman. This is something our fathers taught all of us growing up. However, my dad also taught both me and my sister another lesson. This more or less pertained to just my sister. My dad always taught us it was never okay to hit a woman, but it's also not okay for a woman to put herself in a man's place. Meaning, if my sister took it upon herself to start beating on a dude, you better expect the same in return. If he hits you first, completely different. But if you're slapping him around, punching him repeatedly in the face, and he finally has enough and retaliates, don't come crying to me about it. Initially, the mainstream media had a big stiffy over this Dana White story because it wasn't really being heavily covered in the media. One of our favorite failures here on the channel, Smelly Jamelly Hill, she expressed her fake outrage over this lack of media coverage in an article for The Atlantic. More specifically, she was talking about the lack of coverage on ESPN, the worldwide leader in Woke. This, of course, is where the hypocrisy begins. For starters, Jamel Hill conveniently omits one important detail from her work of propaganda. Video of this altercation between Dana White and his wife began circulating on January 2nd. Think back to last week. What else happened on January 2nd? Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin dominated the news cycle for an entire week, which pushed back coverage of Dana White because people only cared about Damar Hamlin last week. But that is not the reason ESPN essentially refused to cover this story. Jamel Hill is claiming ESPN gave Dana White a pass because he's an evil white man. Um, are you stupid or are you dumb? 
You mean to tell me that ESPN, the network dedicated to mythical racism, the network dedicated to mythical misogyny, gave a white man a pass on beating his wife? I ain't buying it. The thing is, Jamel Hill, she explained the actual reason ESPN stayed away from the story. Their business relationship with the UFC. That is all she had to point out. She could have left the racial propaganda out of it. But that would be real journalism. As you guys know, Jamel Hill is not a real journalist. She is a professional race baiter with an autobiography that remained at the top of the charts for three months in the category of huge embarrassing failures. Someone else going after ESPN for their lack of coverage is Dan Levitard. <laughs> Dan Levitard. You replace the B with an R, and you have my exact thoughts on Dan Levitard. What do he and Jamel Hill have in common? Well, Casey, they spend weekends together worshiping the woke oak tree. Well, yeah, that's true, but they also have a personal vendetta against ESPN. Jamel Hill was fired. Dan Levitard left because he thought he was being silenced. In both cases, they were too woke for ESPN. When you're too woke for the worldwide leader in woke, there is no amount of therapy that will eradicate you from the fungus. For the better part of two weeks, Dan Levitard has railed against Dana White and ESPN damn near every day. He's invited unbiased birthing persons like Ariel Hawani on his show to criticize Dana White. You know, since Ariel Hawani hasn't been beefing with Dana White for the better part of a decade. Dan Lebertard wants you to know he is full of fake outrage. Ooh, I'm so mad. I am dedicated to the fight to end domestic violence. I, too, Dan Lebertard, have been a victim. New Year's Eve 2019, my emotional support shovel drank too much dirt and pounded my ass with the handle. Dan Lebertard has fought hard to keep Dana White in the mainstream. He wants to see consequences. He wants Dana White to be punished. Watch for yourself. The, the reason that I skipped a step, flimsy though the excuse may be, is this doesn't stay in the news stream unless there's media pressure. There needs to be a media pressure. There needs to be a media outrage about this in order for this to have... Does it have to come from them, though? In, in order for this to have consequences, where they're the worldwide leader You're, in know. sports, yes. and uh, they do tend to help with how this stuff happens, and they're compromised here by a, by a business interest. And that I did skip a step, I mean, but that's the reason I skipped a step, well, because I don't believe there will be consequences for this, because there can't be consequences for it unless... The level of outrage stays in a place. He's so powerful, right. so independent, and can even control, to a degree, the media monster with which he has a partnership that I don't know what the consequences will be to video of you slapping your wife at a party. I am so glad to see Dan Levitard is committed to fighting domestic violence. I am a man who defends all women. Men who commit domestic violence don't deserve to be employed. I found this rather interesting coming from Dan Levitard. The man who claims to be against domestic violence is actively paying someone who was convicted of domestic violence. Do you guys remember Howard Bryant? 
He's the guy with the head that's shaped like one of the Ninja Turtles. He's also the guy who published an article on ESPN.com on the 4th of July bashing Americans who celebrate the holiday. According to Howard Bryant, you should not be celebrating your freedom. You should be focusing on January 6th and mythical racism. Ten or so years ago, Howard Bryant was caught choking his wife in front of their six-year-old son. He was criminally charged, ended up receiving a slap on the wrist. Guess who supplies Howard Bryant with woke welfare every two weeks? A company called Meadowlark Media, owned by Dan Lebatard. <laughs> so let me get this straight here. You want Dana White to essentially lose his job as president of the UFC because you're so against domestic violence. But when it comes to one of your butt buddies, you increase his bank account. Dan Lebatard has made it his personal mission to hasten the demise of Dana White. They are cloaking this fight under the guise of fighting against domestic violence. But you got to remember, the shit fucks hate Dana White. They hate him. Their hatred for Dana White almost matches the hatred they have for the NFL. They attack him constantly for taking advantage of his fighters, claiming UFC fighters are underpaid. Well, if fighters are so underpaid in UFC, how come they're not flocking to Bellator? The main reason the shit fucks hate Dana White, he was a supporter of Donald Trump. Oh, the T word. Please only refer to him as Orange Man Bad. This has nothing to do with defending women. It is not about ending domestic violence. This is about taking down Dana White. This morning on Woke Take, Molly Karam got into an argument with Stephen A. Smith. What was the crux of her argument? She wanted to see Dana White punished. She was actually making demands, pressuring Endeavor to punish Dana White. Watch it for yourself. We, we condemn... And domestic violence is egregious, it's unacceptable, it shouldn't happen, and he shouldn't be able to exact his punishment. And so many people make poor decisions or get involved with the law, and they don't get to say, hey, my shame's enough. No, you face punishment in addition to that, and that should happen here. And he has a boss, and that is Endeavor, and I expect them to hand something down. Okay, so you have Jamel Hill, Dan Levitard, Molly Karam, along with damn near every other member of the mainstream media, pushing for Dana White to be punished. Jamel Hill... She tried comparing Dana White to Ray Rice. She claimed that outrage was greater for Ray Rice because he was black. Ray Rice, of course, never played another down in the NFL. Jamel Hill insinuated the same thing should happen to Dana White. Two completely different situations. I shouldn't have to explain the differences to you. And no, it has absolutely nothing to do with race. With all this media coverage of Dana White, with all this fake outrage, I have noticed one glaring omission. Every shitfuck is pushing to have Dana White canceled. They all want to see him punished. I keep hearing words like accountability, consequences. Hmm. Let me ask you something. How come Molly Karam isn't saying the exact same thing about Dana White's wife? How come Jamel Hill isn't pushing for his wife to be punished? Go watch the video for yourself. Now, I'm not justifying Dana White's reaction, but he's not the one that started this physical altercation. How come they are pushing so hard for the man to be punished, putting all the blame on Dana White, when the woman started the altercation? 
It is complete hypocrisy in the mainstream media. They are all afraid to hold the woman accountable because their lifetime pass to the Butt Bongo Festival would be revoked. They don't want to deal with the backlash they would receive from lonely men whose only contact with a woman is pumping the inflatable doll in their closet. These people are always looking for someone to blame and it is always, always politically motivated. Put Adam Silver in this same situation. If Adam Silver's alien wife hit him with a lightsaber and he responded back with his laser gun, the mainstream media would probably give him a pass. Adam Silver was in the wrong, but she hit him first. But when it's a political opponent like Dana White, someone like Roger Goodell who runs a league the media hates, they crucify him. I'm not defending Dana White, but... This is not all his fault. His wife bears the same amount of responsibility as he does. But you're not going to hear that from the mainstream media. No, no, no. They're going to seize the opportunity to take down the evil white man. But give me your thoughts. The media, their hypocritical coverage of Dana White. Is this politically motivated? You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.